0: We're back with another episode of bonding. I of course am Mandy. That is my good friend Mark over in England. It's cold in both places where we are sitting. It's probably colder for you than it is for me. It's cold. I think currently it's, it's sitting at, um, what's the temperature over there?
1: I'm about two, two degrees. I
0: think. Yeah. We are currently sitting around. I think it's like 20, 23. It says currently, uh, 23 degrees Fahrenheit. It's chilly. We're just Midwest. Above. Zero here. Okay. I now. Um, I know you don't keep up with um American football, but we're in our playoffs right now, and it's uh so there was a game last night, the the Chiefs and the Dolphins, and it was a uh, negative nine degrees on the football field. Ouch! That's cold. And they play outdoors, of course. You know they don't have a dome. Mm. There's a game supposed to be played today, as we record. This is Sunday, uh, the thirteenth, fourteenth. Um, Pittsburgh uh, playing Buffalo and they're getting so much snow in Buffalo. They've actually moved the game till Monday. Mm-hmm. They said we, we they won't be able to. It's dangerous. Like they're going to get three or four feet of snow in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Done anyway, it's enough, in it's enough hot football talk. Yes. Let, Let's talk about more. George Lazenby. We're here finally talking about on her majesty's secret service. Um, let me give you some quick numbers and then we're going to jump into it. Uh, this film is sitting on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It currently, with the critics at 81, and with the audience it's at 64. Uh, that's not bad. Critics surprised me it's at 81 because I always thought this film kind of got a bad rap, but um, it's we- the we- problem child of the franchise. People either love it or they really don't, and I, I think it's a great film, but yeah, uh. Well, let me read these numbers. We'll get into it. Uh, So it was released in December of 1969, both in America and the States. I mean, in the States, England and the States. I think you guys got it a week before us when I researched it was doing, which would make sense. Obviously, Uh, the budget for this was seven million dollars, which was a little bit less than you only live twice. Um, And it only grossed eighty two million. I say only because uh, you only live twice. I have the numbers in front of me. It done one hundred and eleven million. Um, so, but still not bad. $82 million, 1969. That's, that's pretty damn good money. Uh, written by Richard Maybaum. Now, uh, Maybaum had been working on the Bond films. He, he was on Dr. No, Rush with Love, yeah, Goldfinger, Thunderball, Majesty, Secret Service, Diamonds are Forever, The Man, The Golden Gun, The Spy Who Loved Is Me. It,
1: they've been trying to, to. to... Develop on a majesty's. I think they were going to do it after Goldfinger, but for one reason or another, Thunderbolt came along and then it kept getting pushed back. So it's, it's
0: on a majesty's was on the back burner with Maybelline for a while. Didn't we talk uh, another episode? And I feel like I, when I watched, uh, I was watching the documentary about Lazenby, which we'll discuss later. Um, the, what I think you had told me originally that this was a, a, a weather issue. This This film is shot yeah, in he- the Alps.
1: The, the, the book yeah it's it needs to be set in the alps um and yeah the weather was a problem and then there's the, the the rights issues with thunderball was resolved so they went with that in the end but yeah it was on the back burner for a while
0: yeah it's like thunderball was easier to make so that's why they jumped on that one first yeah. or um anyway uh moving on uh directed by peter hunt and this was um See, I go. I'm reading my notes here. He also worked as an editor on all of the previous Bond films. That's right. Like, first, like he, he was offered.
1: They, they, he was badgering them for a director's shot, and this
0: this was his go. He did this one, and then he declined to direct any other Bond films after this. Yeah, he only did this. Yeah. They offered it to him, and he declined. Which I was like, "What is wrong with you? Like, you've been given at the, the, the time. He me. got quite a.
1: It did get quite a bashing.
0: So, I, I don't know, different yeah. times. Uh so that's that. So we uh we can jump into the film. Uh I I have I don't have a ton of notes. I think this will be more of a free form conversation. I have some but we're going to we're just going to let this kind of go. I'll say right off the bat, this is the sixth film in the um in the canon. That's right. And I'm going to and this is going to be I'm sure some people will highly disagree with me, but this is my favorite film so far. Yeah, Is it there- uh, even over like the the Doctor No and all that, I, and yeah, I love, I love Connery, and I see there where the where the people fell in love with Connery as Bond. That I I have no disagreement with that, but I enjoyed this movie a lot. Mm. I really thought this was a well done movie.
1: Now I'm I not going to argue. Is good in it. I think he does a good job. I mean, he's a little bit people moan and say, "Oh, he's a bit wooden here and there." He's just a model. But I think he's good in it, and and yeah. I, I, I like, I've always liked Honor Majesty's I think it's it's got some great
0: action. It Diana
1: does. Reed, it's got some good spots in them.
0: Well, the, the the story I like the story. It was good. I was I was into it. I mean, you go back to the earlier films, and some of the stories are just ridiculous. And it's it's fine. I'm not saying they're bad, but this one actually, I'll be captivated. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. I want to see where this is going. And um, yeah. and of course, the scenery is is stunning. Yeah, that's um, a stunning shot. I loved it. Uh, I loved. Now I'll say this, <clears throat> and I think you and I talked a little bit about this off. Right after I watched it, I didn't care for this theme song. Did you know? I, I think you said you really enjoyed this one. It's I one really like it.
1: I think it's it's it it's just belts out Bond. It's I I think it's a great. I like it.
0: Yeah, and and I don't think it's bad. I just was like. I don't know, and I, I think I've said it before too that I'm such a headspace with Bond theme songs. That what little I know about Bond theme songs is, of course, McCartney's "Live and Let Die."
1: Yeah.
0: you know "View to a Kill" from Duran Duran. These songs were in my my era of of music listening, so those are the ones that are just embedded in my head. So everything in my head compares to this epic "Live and Let Die." Yeah. Which I don't know where it stands with the with the Bond <clears throat> people, but that's what I I compare it to. It was good. It, and 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 a, a quick little note. I don't know if you know this. This is the only Bond film. I got a couple of things here we're talking about first. The only Bond film to have two theme songs. Oh,
1: with the uh, Louis Armstrong one at the end. Yeah, yeah.
0: It had the Louis Armstrong uh, song, and then there was an instrumental.
1: The instrumental.
0: Which also uh, the Louis Armstrong. Song, uh which is uh, let me, I find my note here. Yeah, it was uh all the time in the world actually shows up in another song, another movie. So I don't know if you know that. It's the only Bond song to come back um in No Time to Die over the closing credits. Oh yes, yeah,
1: play, it played at the end. That's right. Yeah. So apparently, people like Again, it. Both, the, the the instrumental is a great twangy bit of funky Bond, and and the and the credits at the beginning with all the different colors and. I think they got little shots of characters from past bomb movies and cocktail glasses and things like that. I think it's very well yeah. done. It's it's great. And then bang you're straight into the action. It's it's Yes.
0: Okay. Uh so my my notes are so l- let's get to um the the you you'll know better than me but the sequence where uh Lazenby looks at look breaks the fourth wall and oh. looks at the camera and said I bet this didn't this didn't happen to the other guy.
1: The, 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 to the other fellow
0: I loved it. From, from the go, I was like, I love this. It's a great like-
1: way of dealing with the whole thing. Right. It's a brand new bond. Sean's not here anymore. We know you wanted him back. It's George now. This is it. Let's move on. And bang. I think they do it brilliantly. It's a great fight. Who's yeah. this? He's driving. Who? I think it's very well done from the start. You can see the back of his head. It's obviously an Aston Martin. It's driving through, I think it's Portugal or Spain or something. Yeah. It's clearly Bond, but you're just getting, and then you just see little shots of him as he lights the cigarette. It's very well done, sort of bringing him gradually in, and then bang! Who's this woman? Beautiful woman in the what is it? A cougar that comes flying past, her, and you yeah. straight into the action. And it's it's Bond straight away in his in his Aston Martin chasing a beautiful girl in a beautiful place, and then it all kicks off. She's trying to commit suicide. He goes and saves it. You, did you notice the the gun in the glove box of the Aston? Yes. It's the same. That's the same armor light little sniper rifle that's in the uh su- briefcase oh. in from uh, on a, a uh, what was it from Russia with love? Yes. Nice little touch there. Same
0: gun. Yeah, a little and then, nods. Yeah. But uh, I you cause I knew no I did not have any expectations of this film, and that little break in the fourth wall, I was like, I'm in. Yeah, it's I a think nice this touch. Is awesome, and you that's a nice way to win me over. And I don't know whose idea that was, but. Kudos! that was a brilliant move to make. It's yeah. it's addressing the elephant in the room. But now let's move on. Yeah, and this is uh, how it is.
1: And it's a great. It's a great. I mean, out of nowhere, those two guys turn up because the woman's well, she's more than she, she's she's more than just a, a a beautiful woman. she's the daughter of the head of the Union Corset which is a Sicilian gang. Is it? Are they Italian? Yeah, Italian gangster group. I think. Yeah. So they come out of nowhere and try and beat him up, and he. And it, I think it's a great fight on the beach. George instantly, you can see this guy can carry himself. He's James Bond. He's great. It's a good fight. Yeah,
0: he, he's he's got the size, he's got the swagger, which we can address a little bit of how he kind of got the job. I mean, hmm. a guy who just no acting experience believed he could do it. And he just walked in and got the role The story role. of
1: George Lazenby and him becoming Bond is, is a fascinating story. It's yeah. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah,
0: And, and we're going to do another episode after this one, uh, just about Lazenby because there's the guys are so fascinating. So, uh, we'll hold some of this back. I'll, I'll say this. So in, in the, the notes I took on uh, the research, I don't know if you know this, I'm sure you do. Cause you're, you're way more into this than I am. Uh, there's some 400 actors they looked at to replace him, right, yeah. yeah. uh, including a future Bond, Timothy Dalton. And from what I read, he was uh, offered the job. 20, 25, he's too young. And he said, I'm too young for Bond. I, I, I'm only 24, 25 at the time. I always thought Bond should be 35 or 40 in that range. Yeah. And then coincidentally, Lazenby, who takes the job, is only 29 at filming this, but he he pulled it off very well. Yeah. But he look. He weird. looks
1: like a man's man. Lazenby looks the part.
0: Yes. Uh, now, and we've said it before too. He he was a model. He, there was he had zero acting yeah. experience coming in. Now he lied his way into this uh, thing, which again we'll address. Uh, I, th- I think his big the big part he had before all this was
1: a, a chocolate commercial, a Big Fry. Big we Fry. Used to have them in big. I think it was a chocolate bar called Big Fry. I think it had co- might have had coconut in it or something. Yes, but yeah, he was in the commercial for that looking all buff, and I think that's where they sort of thought, Yeah, he's got the look for it. Oh, sure, yeah he, was, yeah, he was a male model for a long time, car yes. salesman as well, sold cars in Australia.
0: Yes, the we'll get to that uh in the Lazenby talk because I, I watched the documentary, um, Becoming Bond, and uh, he's a, he's a really fascinating guy, and, yeah. and he deserves an
1: interesting story.
0: he deserves his own time. I, I truly think that. Uh, Let's see. I talked about the music. uh, The fourth wall we talked about breaking down. Uh, As far as the film, this one, according to online stuff that I had read, uh, says here while the the first first four Bob movies were reasonably faithful adaptations of Ian Fleming's novels, the fifth movie, You Only Live Twice, basically jettisoned the entire plot of the book on which it was based, saving Hav Blofeld as the villain. But with On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the producers, director Peter Hunt, and screenwriter Richard Maybaum deliberately set out to make the most accurate adaptation yet, and they did. On Her Majesty's Secret Service is remarkably close to the Fleming's tenth novel. Yeah, it was... and Peter Hunt used a to keep a
1: book with him on set, and he'd refer to it all the time. Apparently,
0: yeah, I think that's brilliant. And mm. like I said, maybe that's why I truly enjoyed this film because I think it was it was well done. And I had read a handful, a couple of the Bond novels. I did not read this one, and I kind of wish I had now. Um, but you know, maybe I'll go back and read it. Uh, there, and if he, it's, I think at the very beginning of the film, when the music
1: finishes, and it goes back into the film. There's a sh- close-up shot of the of uh, the nameplate for Universal Exports, which is the the, the yes his the, company, uh, yeah, yeah. The, his his company MI6. Um, but if you watch it, there's you can see a man be in the reflection. He's walking along the street, and that's Peter Hunt, the director. Oh no way. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. He's in it at the very beginning. Oh, I have to check that out. In the shiny brass of the nameplate, he's walking.
0: That's that's great.
1: It's interesting. Uh, He didn't come back to do another one. But there we
0: go. It really is, and he went on to have a career. It's just he Mm. never came back to Bond, and I don't know if it was a bad. I couldn't find anywhere, and I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but I couldn't find in my research why he didn't come back. If there was a fallout or whatever, Mm. he just didn't do it. Mm. Um, there was a continuity. Issue in the film where Blofeld and Bond uh, meet, and he they don't, they don't recognize Blofeld. Well, doesn't yeah, recognize it,
1: they, Bond. I mean they've they've met in the the movie before. You only live twice, so they've come face to face. So yeah, Telly Savalas, Blofeld in this film should know who he is. But uh, yeah, they, a, they still, it was a very interesting little that one.
0: Yeah, uh, no no big deal. Uh, and speaking of Telly Savalas, man, uh, I I. I kind of dig him as Blofeld. I, I think really he's. Do.
1: I think he's a great villain in this. He's. 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 Yeah. I think he's quite dangerous in this.
0: The weird thing for for me as as a American is I I just I no matter what Telly Savalas does, he's always Kojak to me. Yeah, yeah. So I I can't see past that. But I really enjoyed him, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I get this. I still think Pleasance was is the best. Um, oh yeah, he's, yeah, he exudes
1: menace, Donald Pleasance. But I think Telly <laughs> Savalas in in this is good, and. He needs to be a bit more athletic with the ski chase scenes and everything else. Telly Savalas works in this film.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, a couple of little quick things. Uh, this is c- technically considered a Christmas movie, if you That's think right, about yeah. the, when he's when he's going down, he's skiing down the slopes. He ends up in the yeah. little village, and it's uh, there's, there's Christmas decorations. Yeah, and all it's that. Christmas. Yeah. That's fascinating, because people always argue uh, about Die Hard being a Christmas movie or not. And, cause if, yeah, you,
1: no, but on imagine is definitely a Bond Christmas movie.
0: Yeah, it's set in Christmas time, so which I think is fun. Mm. Uh, this is, I think, the first time, and I think there's a second time, you could correct me later on, where Bond quits uh, the Secret Service.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, he's Man, looking, because yeah. after You Only Live Twice, Bond's looking for Blofeld. They're trying to find him. Yeah. And that's why he's in Spain. That's how he bumps into Tracy. He's out there looking, but he can't find him. He's getting absolutely nowhere. So M basically gives him a bollocking, saying, "You're getting absolute you're, you're getting nowhere." So he he just, he resigns. So right, that's it. I've, I've had enough. Yeah. Em, money pay doesn't put the resignation in, so and he gets two weeks leave or something
0: like. Yeah, that. it's funny. Cause it's because your vacation's been approved or something, which is yeah, kind of fun. Right, yeah. she's, she's, uh, she
1: saves, but yeah, he, he quits in a in a in a half because M's giving him a hard time because he can't find so far.
0: Yeah, and I didn't want to. I I skipped over. I'm going to go back for just a second. I didn't want to blow past the cars. Uh, Bond's car was, as you said, an Aston Martin, right? It's a beautiful
1: metallic olive green VBS. They've only just come out 1969, 68, 69. The new shape, Aston, and it's just gorgeous. It's a beautiful color. GK, this is how sad I am. GKX8G (laughs) is the number plate. (laughs) (laughs) He's a nerd. It's a beautiful car. Black leather inside. It looks great. It sounds great. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, gorgeous. And she's in a in a rather I, lethal I looking
0: believe, cougar. I believe it's a cougar. Um, yeah, no but I'll, cougar. I'll put it up in the, in the editing. I'll put it up. Yeah. I'm going to pause this for just a second, Mark. If you no. can, um, hang on. Uh, so let me ask you this, because I, and I don't follow the details much. What, what was M a different actor, or is that the same actor?
1: No, it's Bernard, It's still Bernard Lee.
0: Okay, he's just looking different. Because I made Bernard a little Lee note. I I put Q. a question mark. There.
1: Yeah, no, no well, same. So Jew, They're um, talking about radioactive I, lint or something, and then he's, he's saying it's a great way to keep her, keep track of people. And M said, "Well, we really need to know where's well, 007? It's It's yeah.
0: Same, but wh- I noticed in this one the gadgets weren't. Um, there wasn't a lot of gadgets in this, head them back a bit. And oh. I, I read that they seems like they, they try to do something that said in the, the I was reading somewhere that about every s- six to eight films they try to reset hmm. Bond with the gadgets so well, they can gets do them, new it ones. Gets and them a
1: little bit out of hand, and then yeah, they seem to rein it back in a mm-hmm. bit.
0: But it's There's the one not. thing I truly enjoy, and they didn't really have much in this one. So I was like, oh, and I like Q, so. Yeah, Q's, Q's on the t- telephone, isn't he,
1: when, the, when back at the office? That's
0: right. You don't see much Yeah, It's, just, it, it's just not much. Hmm. Uh, I also have a note that was interesting. Uh, Draco, right? Is that the the on the... Draco, Tracy's yeah. father. He punches his daughter in the face at one point in the movie. Yeah, that's right. He does. <laughs> Bear the rod and spoil the child or something. I was like, Jesus, I felt bad about spanking my daughter when, when she was little. He punched her right in the face. Yeah, but uh, eh, it turned out okay for her. Uh, so let's move on. Bond gets married in this film. He does indeed. He does indeed. Which really threw me off because uh, I didn't know it was coming, and you you see it happening. But I was like, why would Bond ever get married? You know, it just didn't work for my my thinking. Well, in my mind, she's I mean, Dinah Rigg
1: is amazing in this. She's fantastic. And coming from my (laughs) he's like, don't let her go. (laughs) Exactly. She's Emma Peel. Uh, You're not aware of the Avengers, the TV show. I'm not. No, but she was very big here in the in in the 60s in the in the the Avengers. She was a character called Emma Peel. Okay, and uh, she's iconic. She's legendary. And if anybody was going to be James Bond's wife, it was going to be Emma Peel. And I think she's perfect for it. She's feisty. She's amazing. She's Dinah Rigg is just, yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah, she really was uh, um, feisty, is probably the best word. She's you know, her she own
1: woman. She doesn't take any shit from anyone, but she's also very vulnerable as well. And yeah, it all works. And Bond, yeah. Bond's love felt. She's mark and draco's daughter now he's head of one of the biggest crime syndicates in europe so if anybody can help him find blofeld it's this guy so yeah draco wants him to marry tracy to calm her down because she's a wild child he doesn't want to get married but he said well i'll romance her if you help me find blofeld so that's how it all starts but then as he gets to know tracy he falls in love with her because she's dying Rigg and she's amazing and who can
0: Let's uh, not let's not gloss over uh, when Bond is up at Telly Savalas's uh, oh, chateau. Of-
1: yes. Those beautiful women.
0: The uh, the scene where the girl writes her room number. So so Bond's walking around in a kilt, which is fun. Uh, which I guess is just a total. Well, nod he's pretending
1: to, to be Sir Hilary Bray, the guy that's uh, the. Oh, I can't think of the word.
0: The ancestry. The
1: the uh, ancestry. Yeah, he's a herald. That's right. He's posing as yeah. Sir Hilary Bray who in the film is played by George Baker, who turns up again in the spy who loved me as Admiral. I think it's Admiral Hargreaves. He's one of the admirals in the, in the
0: Navy. Oh, that's cool. I like that They keep it all in the family to a degree.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of people, a lot of actors coming back playing significant roles, but yeah, George Baker's definitely, yeah, he comes back in spy. He's a lot of callback.
0: Yeah. So the scene where the one angel of death, uh, writes her room number on bonds, inner thigh, uh, if you remember this, right? They're all sitting at the dinner table and uh, she lifts up, she and reaches. reaches she, goes, yeah. Right. It's written, yeah. I think
1: it's number eight or something, isn't it? On his thigh. Yeah.
0: So yeah. the interesting thing is while watching the documentary, um, Lazenby said that they had, uh, him and the props crew had taped a sausage. Oh, did they? To the inside of his leg. So she, she would feel know. this, just like you know, 12 inch long sausage. He said, "You watching the film?" He goes, "She doesn't even acknowledge it. She just smiles." She's a complete pro. Yeah, she's good. She was a pro, and he was like, "I'm dying inside." So because the cruise on the back behind me, just I can see him laughing. But he said, "Uh, the interesting thing was that um, uh, the lines, the, the the little quips where she's the 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 head lady at the table. She's like, is something wrong?'" He's like, "Uh, just be, just gone a little stiff."
1: A little stiffness. That's it. I can <laughs> feel a little stiffness coming on. Yeah.
0: I love. I just adore door, the little tiny just little jokes and he moves on he doesn't hover on it, he says it and moves on uh, I just thought that was great Um, so the film was good, it, I enjoyed it the one thing that caught me completely off guard at the end of the film and the spoiler if you have not seen this movie because it's been out for 50 years, 54 years um, the death I it was a, bit of a shocker I sat, Mark, in my chair watching this, and I mean, I paused. I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Like, why would they do this to him?" And he... It's a it's a great
1: ending, and I mean, Lazenby over the years has had his critics, and people say, "Oh, he's not a great Bond." or whatever. But I think he, he was... plays that end scene brilliantly. Absolutely, it's,
0: it's... I felt for him his his loss of like she's yeah. just resting. She's yeah. just resting. And I'm like, oh my God, he is yeah. destroyed. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, I think he does a good job at the end. It's a shame he didn't come back and do another one. Cause it would have
0: been very interesting to see where he had taken it. But. Well, I I would hope, and I haven't, I have not seen the next one, obviously. I, I would hope that he would spend his days tracking Blofeld down yeah, exactly. and mercilessly kill this guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that, as you say, gutted me. I was like, oh, Oh man, it's a, it's a beautifully shot. I mean,
1: they're on the, they're on the side of a mountain. It's a beautiful view. They pulled over. He's taken the because his Aston's covered in flowers after the wedding, so he's taking the flowers off. And the yeah, there's yeah. blow And What's the woman's name? Irma Bunt, I think her name is, isn't it? Yeah. What's the name? The, the I woman. think you're right. And she, yeah, she's he unleashes with a machine gun and gets her. Just,
0: I mean, again.
1: And it's a uh, well, great, well, great ending. That cracked windscreen and the flowers, and it's it's a great finish.
0: And and it makes sense. I totally get it, but oh, mm-hmm. I, I just wasn't prepared for that in a Bond film. Mm-hmm. But and it makes sense because he can't really be married. He he's, he's a spy. I mean, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in the theory, if they really wanted to, they could have just they could have ended the series there, let him run off happily ever after. But I mean, I know that doesn't work for the.
1: That doesn't uh, work so. in the world of James Bond. But, but I think, yeah, it's a. I think he plays it brilliantly. End. He, 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 I think they asked him to do two versions: one, one where he cried, and one where he didn't. And they, yeah. It's. I think it's just great. It's, it's played beautifully. At the end. It's very good.
0: Well, that's all I've got. Note wise, if you want to discuss a little bit, anything you take away from film, anything you thought was a favorite, I, I, one last thing I just remembered I was while we're talking, the opening sequence, you know, where the Bond points and looks at the camera and shoots yeah um in the in the becoming bond documentary they were showing how when he drops to his knee to shoot he drops to his knee george doesn't he yes right and peter hunt hated that he's like don't do that he said like, do it the same way oh, did, oh he didn't like that he didn't like it at all and uh, mm-hmm. according to the documentary he didn't mm-hmm. like it and um again I, I give this is again giving credit to lazy i think the guy was Brilliant without getting the credit for it, is I think it was his way of shaking off. Like, I'm not the other guy, yeah, I'm the new guy. This is how you're I want to do guy. it. And the guy's like, just do it the way I ask you to do it. And he kept doing it wrong. And in the in the in the documentary, he said that the director kind of stormed off and got mad and said, take a break. We're gonna you're gonna do it the way I, I want you to really, do it. I think
1: one of the things that swung it for him when he got the job is he actually punched some guy in the face. They were all they were yeah. auditioning him doing, yeah, he was so into it. And he thought, yeah, yeah there
0: was. Working on the um, this is our guy. the stunt scenes and coordinating, and he actually knocked one of the guys like pretty hard in the face. And, they, they, <laughs> and it's like,
1: all shot beautifully. I mean, at the end, what, um, what's it called? Piz Gloria. Blofeld's got yeah. that um, fake clinic at the top of a Swiss Alps somewhere, and it's beautifully shot. I mean, some of the yeah. the, you know, the helicopter flying in and the
0: music. Oh, it's, it's stunning. And I like that it's an allergy clinic up in the middle of the Alps. Like, I have bad allergies. I would love to go to a clinic in the Alps. Yeah. It's it's a beautifully shot
1: film, and and then, and of course all the ski chases at the air. It's it, it's I think it's a great rollicking good adventure film. I, th- I think it's I think it's good, and yeah, it's got the I, twist. That it's not Connery. It's slightly different.
0: Yeah, um, like I said, it's <laughs> I uh, I will I will go on from this day forward being a Lazenby fan, and uh, I I wish, and we talked a little bit before we started filming. So what I know, and you can jump in if you know anything different, he was offered, according to what I read, a million dollars under the table, just cash to sign because yeah. he didn't sign a contract for On Her Majesty's. And all of Salzman's and Broccoli's people are like, How did you not why why didn't you get him to sign a contract? Like he has to have a contract. They're like, We just didn't think about it. And so they had to go back and retroactively get him to sign a contract, and they wanted him to do six more films.
1: Six films, actually, a million dollars, wasn't it?
0: They gave him a million dollars up front, and then he was yeah. going to get paid whatever the films were his salary. Yeah. And uh, in the in the documentary, he says it's referred to as a slave contract, meaning that they can tell him how to walk, talk, dress, act. They control everything he does. Mm. And to his credit, and again, crazy, because everybody, I like think we said before, I guarantee you 98% of people would have taken the money and done the thing and became the next James Bond and became... <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't he? Yeah. he said, no. He said, I'm not doing this. You're not going to control everything I do. You're just yeah. not. And his protest was he grew a beard. No, oh, yeah, he turned up for the premiere with a great big beard. That's right. Yeah. It, he was told not to come to the premiere. Salzman yeah. called and said, do not show up at the premiere unless you shave that beard off. And he said, so what did I do? Because I got a hot girl on my arm. And I went to the premiere. Yeah. And then... He was supposed to go on a tour of America, a press tour, and they weren't gonna pay for it unless he shaved his beard. So he paid for it himself. Did he? And did all he did all the tour, he did all the talk shows. And according to the documentary, is he got on um the Johnny Carson show, which is the big tonight show over here. Yeah. And that's where he kind of declared at that on that show that he was no longer gonna do any more Bond films.
1: So it it is. It's an, it's an interesting story. He put such a lot of effort and there was such a lot of luck and chance involved in him getting it, and then he just nah, don't want to do it again. It's yeah, you know, it's an interesting story, Lazenby.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, again, so if anybody's watching this, you know, we're, we're going to do another episode shortly here about just Lazenby. But I thought that was again just mind blowing. Like you were handed yeah. the keys to a kingdom, and he was like, nah, not interested.
1: Apparently, well, there's another story that just popped into my head. One of my favorite bomb movies is. I've always, I'm a big fan of Roger Moore, and I I like the Spy Who Loved Me. I think that's a great great bomb film. There's a, a a ski stunt at the beginning of the Spy Who Loved Me where he jumps off a mountain and pulls a parachute, and it unfolds, and it's the Union Jack, it's the yeah. English flag. Well, apparently, that was George Lazenby's idea for one of the stunts in on a Majesty's Secret Service, but they really they couldn't do it, or, they, or for, for whatever reason it it didn't happen. But apparently, Lazenby suggested it for this film, and they oh, kept the idea in movie. Mm.
0: um i have a quote here let me see if i can find it i was reading through some stuff earlier uh regarding your buddy roger moore roger moore made reference to lazenby in his commentary for a 2007 dvd release of the man with the golden gun quote roger moore i have a great deal of email contact with george lazenby he's sort of in on the joke circuit that we simply send jokes to each other uh very uh Honor Majesty's Secret Service was a very well made film. Peter Hunt was excellent, excellent, excellent fight stuff, excellent snow effects. But I think the end result for George was that it was one of the better bonds.
1: Yeah, I think he's that I've always rated it. I like, I think he looks good. He sounds great. It's a good story. Dinah Rig is excellent. Yeah, I've always liked Honor Majesty's. It's a good film.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I was, I enjoyed this one a lot. So, Uh, We can wrap this up and we'll go on and do a talk about Lays and be here in short. So uh, from Nashville, I say, thank you. And uh, Mark, good night, Nashville from England. And we will talk again. Thanks everybody. This has been a touch of madness production brought to you by the creative minds at Tommy twins media.